Rusty Quill presents. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Tonight's broadcast is brought to you by Minerva's Rocking Bathtub Solution. The real world have you reeling? Growing up gonna be a grind? Well then rock a vibe, baby! With Minerva's Rocking Bathtub Solution, the slowly undulating water of the rocking bathtub will help you relive those comforting womb-like moments as you slip into the warming water. Pretend that all of this adult awfulness is just a bad dream. None of the bad things can hurt you now. Minerva's Rocking Bathtub Solution. Save your regrets for tomorrow. It is essential for any host to make sure during spooky season to keep your guests inebriated, entertained, and stuffed full of sweet treat as they play out their games. Let us open the annual periodical to help support us in these festivities. The Bogey Book tells us that there is apt to be a lull after the refreshments have been served. A few stunts will liven up the party. Felicity Founders, our hostess, was fantastic at stunts. In the bogey book, under the section, Getting the Fun Started, there are many games, such as The Witch's Cats, where paper cat cutouts are hidden around the room. Whomever finds all of the nine cats, that guest gets to select their dance partner for the evening. A Ghostly Fate, where everyone is lined up, and then a blindfolded ghost tiptoes around and then touches a guest and then another. And these two are to be partners until everyone is paired off for the next dance. Or the Cup of Fortune, where three saucers are placed on the table. One half filled with water, one half filled with milk, and the last half filled with champagne. Each person dips a finger in a saucer after having been blindfolded. If they touch milk, married life in the next season. If champagne, a future partner is in the room and they must be seduced. And if water, well, that guest immediately is given a shot to liven up their mundane fortune. But in that section of fun party game, nowhere was a game where the hostess was found face down in the rug at the center of a murder mystery. So when Fred asked Cecil... Is this some kind of a game? Murder Mystery featuring the host Felicity Founders was not among them. After flushing all of the regular guests out into the night on a scavenger hunt, Cecil the Psychic and proxy to the hostess ushered the remaining guests into the library where Felicity's body was then discovered. These remaining guests were an eclectic group. Edmund Green, a rich textile baron who was courting the much younger Fanny Fulcrum, who herself was a serial rich older man seducer and sister to temperance. Edmund wasn't for parties, but was humoring Fanny this evening to come to Felicity's bogey party. 
Fred and Zuka, two members of the same guild. Fred, a card player in the daytime, and a slick, tough guy. And Zuka, who was quiet and dangerously beautiful, a former ballerina who retired due to her injuries. Cooper and Cornelia Walker, daughters of the wealthy Viola Walker, who might never get their mother out of the house again after a harrowing trip to the seaside. They decided to come as not to wanting to miss a founder's party. Buddy and Mabel, two performers from Madame Mustache's burlesque theater, who normally didn't rub elbows with Felicity's set, but were invited after their last performance of the Murder Follies. And one straggler, Charity Souter, former companion to Edmund Green, former stage manager at Madame Mustache's, who was found at the party not officially invited, and was there in a professional capacity, she said, although we're not sure what that means. As the only professional at the party at the moment was Kitty, the maid, who held the only key to the now-locked penthouse apartment they were all standing in as they stood over the body of Felicity Founders. Everyone, everyone, please, settle down. This is very real, and I suggest you take it seriously. Felicity knew her life was in danger. Felicity is known to everyone and in the confidence of many. Thus she gathered a large selection of secrets over time. These made some people very uncomfortable, and she had been receiving threats to her life, specifically threats to her demise on the night of her own party, this party. Cecil walked over to a large painting, above the fire, a series of mint green parrots staring down at everyone. Behind this painting is a safe. He pulled on the painting and it swung away from the wall, revealing a small, heavy safe. The main door opened, and six little doors within it. Six little compartments. Each compartment held a small, sealed envelope. It has six chambers, each one with a key. Right now, the safe is open. Each chamber holds a dark secret. One of your dark secrets. At the end of the night, any of the open chambers will be read aloud by me. There's no way of knowing what the secrets are, or which envelope belongs to which person. You must all help each other to survive. Felicity gathered us here under threat of exposing our dark secrets and to unmask her killer. She knew that being surrounded by your peers would be more effective than any Needle Street investigation. Nonsense. That you would be complicit in each other's demise if you failed, and thus your secret's safe, and you're properly motivated to cover your secret and expose the murderer. The six keys, one for each chamber, are hidden around Felicity's apartment. The more keys you find, the greater the chances your secret will be to cast into the fire, never to be revealed. Just so you don't end up searching the water closet or the hallway rugs, the six keys are hidden in these six rooms. The study, the lounge, the ballroom, well, the former ballroom, but you'll see. The dining room, and the billiard room, And finally, the conservatory. 
what if I just wring your neck? Huh? You'll be locked in here with us. Not so fast. My job is to see this thing through. If I fail, all of your secrets will be dropped off at the lantern paper in the morning, right at the editorial board. And you will all end up in the scandal section. If I don't see this through, my secrets will be dropped off as well. How do we even know you have secrets? Edmund Green, your brother's the bogey king this evening, correct? Is there something he took from you? You wouldn't want anyone to know about? Buddy, was there an event under the stage at Mustaches you were a party to that might bring your career to a close? Or Cornelia, some information about a relative you've kept to yourself? Fred and Zuka, you are in possession of something that's not yours, and you failed to deliver it. You see? These details hidden in these envelopes, and they'll stay hidden if you find the keys. Through due course of the evening, you'll reveal Felicity's killer. How will that reveal the killer? You haven't much time. You must hurry. I've no hints or clues for you. You're on your own and Kitty knows nothing. Be careful. There's a murderer on the loose and they can strike again. And I would say good luck. But since you're here, Buddy and Mabel, I'll say, break a leg. So the group split up and reluctantly spread out in the vast penthouse apartment, down the dark hallways decorated for dark deeds. Lit only by jack-o'-lantern candlelight. Fred and Zuka took the study. Buddy and Mabel headed towards the conservatory. Charity took the ballroom. Cooper and Cornelia took the dining room. And Edmund and Fanny headed towards the lounge. The lounge had wooden shelves with books, small bird statues, and bronze. So small portraits and a leather conversation settee in the middle of the moderately sized room. Edmund lit a few extra candles. Well, I suppose this passes for a lounge. What is Charity doing here? I have no idea. You didn't invite her here? Certainly not. Fanny, I would never. Charity and I did not part on good terms. You presented me with the invitation. I've not spoken her name since we've been together. I find this all too convenient. All of us locked in here together. Fanny Fulcrum, what has come over you? You've been acting so strangely lately. You were sweet at first, but now another tantrum. Why would you hurl that statue at me? You nearly bashed my head. There's no way I could have invited her this evening, nor would I have wanted to. Compose yourself this instant. Look, a statue. It opened a cabinet behind the shelf. Well, I think you're right. This one is empty, though. Perhaps there are more if we knock. Yes, over there. Hmm. It would appear that different knocks open different cabinets. Excellent discovery, my little sorbet. 
was your secret, Edmund? What did Paris steal from you? Everything. Except you. You've never given him a second look. That's why I adore you so. Hmm. Look! That knock opened a cabinet. There's a nasty-looking hammer, and it has a brass key attached to it. You've done it! Of course. I need some water. Darling, did you burn your lips? They're blistered. My tea was too hot earlier, never mind. There must be some water around here somewhere. Such a little brass key. Wonder what it represents. That wasn't difficult, see? We make a pretty good team. Why are you glaring at me now? Benny, don't storm off. I think it's down this way. Yes, this is the dining room, I think. It must be. Certainly looks like it. Poor Cecil. He'd never do something like this willingly. Are you certain? What was he talking about before? Was he referring to the... Oibe in the attic, yay? I'm not sure what he meant. I don't have any secrets from you, Cooper. We write in the same diary. I'm sure it's not that. I didn't think so. Now where would I hide a key in here? Are we supposed to serve this food? I don't think so. I don't think we're supposed to eat, either. Where would I find a key in here? I wish Pumble was here, instead of guarding Plum tonight. Well, I suppose knowing Felicity, this is some sort of puzzle. Let's check everywhere. Check under the plates and napkins. Look under the chairs. And I'll look in the centerpiece. I suppose we should check the chandelier, too. I'm not seeing any key, though. Cooper, look at this! A handwritten menu by the chef, pinned to this cutting board next to the tray for the silver. Hmm. An amuse-bouche of bacon-wrapped dates, and chilled cucumber soup, for salad endives with goat cheese, the fish course is crudo, braised lamb shank, and for dessert vanilla panna cotta with berries, and a selection of nuts and cheeses. Sounds delicious. Hmm. Well, if we look at the place setting, going from left to right, salad fork, fish fork, dinner fork, napkin, butter knife, bread plate, dessert spoon, dessert fork, a place card, the salad plate, soup bowl, service plate, salad knife, meat knife, fish knife, Soup spoon, teaspoon, and seafood fork, water goblet, champagne flute, red wine glass, white wine glass, of course, and sherry glass. Wait, let me see that menu again. Something is off. This menu would require both red and white, and we can assume champagne to start, and sherry with dessert. 
The glasses are fine. Soup, salad, lamb. The crudo! That's it! There'd be no need for the fish knife with the crudo. Quick, check out to those. Hmm, no. No key with the fish knives. Rat, I thought that was it. That certainly seems like a clue. Maybe it's a process of elimination. Cooper, set those knives into the sorting tray. What was that sound? I think it was the dumbwaiter. Yes, look! Look! In there there's a tray and a roast! A lamb shank! And a carving knife! And on the handle... Oh, look! A small brass key! You did it! It was just luck! We did it! Let's get this back to Cecil and see how the others are getting on. Can we just stay back with the snacks and the bar cart? I was having a better time there. Yeah, you're right. I've had a little too much to drink as it is. Just when I think they respect us comedians enough to invite us in, we end up the butt of the joke again. I think we're the novelty act of the evening. You're not a killer, are you? I didn't think so. Although I gotta say, you make one terrifying torturer stalking people after honking that horn of yours and that clown maker. Yeesh. Hey, I think this is a place. Yep. This is the conservatory. Look at all them birdies and plants. Sweetie birdies, I can make a sound like them. <laughs> How are we supposed to find anything in here? Oh, look at you. I bet you're a little hungry looking for mama. Where do you suppose the key is? You know what? Oh. I'm feeling a little sleepy, Mabel. Why don't you look around and I'm gonna take a nap just over here. They're gonna crap all over me. What is with all the racket? I'm trying to take a nap over here. Hey, look! 
They're all flying away, but that one's foot is tied to its stoop. Hey, look at that. I think that's a key. Hey, Mabel, you did it. You found it. Get going. Diesel better get this before he drinks poison. down here? Oh, Charity. Oh, hello, Edmund. Where's Fanny? She was getting some water. Is this? Yes, I think it's the ballroom. Have you gone inside? Not yet. In fact, I was having some trouble with this door. Can you help? Yes, here. Just grab on and push and we can shove. Ah, there's someone in there. No, no, actually, look. It's a mannequin. Many of them, in fact. And a few dress forms as well. Fanny has them all set up with different costumes. Very dark in there. She must have done her fittings in here. It'll be impossible to find a key. Perhaps we should search the pockets. Excellent quality. No, material. nothing. Nothing here. Here, let me light this lamp. Uh, there's a button. Let me see if this is a light. Nope. What? What was that? Bring the candle over here. There's nothing in any of these pockets. It'll take forever to search them. Wait, what's that on the floor? Oh, there's some kind of painting on these tiles. They seem to go from one side to the other. They're shaped like feet. <laughs> Edmund, they're dance steps. It appears this is a puzzle, and we need to perfectly navigate these steps to the music. Such silliness. That can't be it. It's just like Felicity to cook something like this up. Come on, we can do it quickly, and then you can get back to Fanny. You know I'm no good at this. Not since I lost my leg. Not ever, Edmund. But... Come on. You know, as frustrating as it's been, it is good to see you again. You're looking well. It's good to see you as well, Edmund. The thing you need to understand about Paris, it, it was never about Paris, is that my brother has always been this way. He simply cannot stand others having anything. If there were six apples and six hungry people, Paris would immediately go to work convincing you why you should have more apples and the others should go without. Because that person had more apples, he should have another. Apples are bad for you, really, so just give them to him. He deserves more apples because he didn't have one yesterday. To exhaustion. Imagine being a brother to that, and how defeated you are with everyone when it works. Are there parents, tutors, schoolmasters, and sport? Paris Green has never lived honest, and he's been rewarded for it every day of his life. I'm beyond it not being fair. I'm just out of patience for it, and simply don't believe a word he ever says. I don't blame you, Charity. 
It just brought to the surface what was already stirring just below it. Edmund, it was never about Paris, really. It was mildly interesting. But really, Edmund, it was that I was uncomfortable at Mulberry. I mean, I was comfortable, very comfortable. But I was somewhat unsure about us. And that didn't change with time. And I felt, I still feel that was unfair to you. I think maybe I rushed into it all. And then when Enoch, it was too much too fast. Enoch surely misses you. He's not acted the same. He even ran away for a night and hid in an old house. He doesn't make eye contact with anyone. Keeps that book you used to read to him. Now he covers himself with a sheet. I've been thinking. I do feel we should find some arrangement with you and Enoch. If you like. If you are settled. And of course, I would provide allowances for him. He's just not happy at Mulberry. Ah, look at me. Forgive me. How are you, Charity? How have you been? You seen much theater? I cannot get these steps right. Edmund, look at me. Not your feet. Look at me. You need to find the rhythm. Better. Better. Yes. I think yes, Edmund. Edmund, you did it. There, did you hear that? I think I heard something at the gramophone. Yes, look. A small compartment in a bottle labeled poison and attached to it a small brass key. Oh, look, Edmund, we did it. You have to admit, sometimes we do make a great team. Z, this is the last time you take me to one of these parties. I'll stick to my backroom card games. Yes, is my idea. Not you trying to find new fish for card game. This is a study according to that little dingbat Cecil. He's more like artist hovel. Busted chair, an easel, canvas. Hey, don't touch anything. Everything is covered in paint. Let me check that chest. Nah, just crappy brushes and other junk. I don't get it. There's nowhere to hide a key in here. Maybe behind the easel? Nah. Maybe I should use my knife to cut open the canvas. Typical. What is this, another bird? This lady and her birds. Red, look. What is that, a page torn from a book? Oh look, a little poem. What do we have here? Who alterest all things with thy peering eyes, why prayest thou thus upon the poet's heart? Vulture, whose wings are dull realities, how should he love thee, or he deem thee wise? Who wouldn't not leave him in his wandering to seek for treasure in the jeweled, jeweled, jeweled skies, albeit he soared with the undaunted wing? I don't get it. Is it clue, darling? Paint the vulture. Ha, <laughs> you think I can paint? Uh, okay, fine, here you go. What is that? It's a vulture, see? That's the beak. 
No, look, right there, no, there's talons. Look, it's good, it's... Z? Z, hey, you ain't looking so good. We gotta get you your pain shot. Oh, you're getting shaky fast. Z, just sit down a minute and I'll get you out of here. <coughs> what was that? You wait right here. I'll be right back. Hey, what is this? What's happening in here? It's Kitty. She's dead. Kitty. Hey, look in her hand. It's the key. Grab it. She's dead. Don't you want to do something? She's... Get that key, and I'm getting out that door. Somebody grab it. She's not letting go. Here, help me pry it out of her hand. It's totally stiff. What was that? Somebody's knocking. Who would be knocking on the door? Does somebody want to cover her up? She's just staring with her mouth open on the floor. We have to hide this body. Hey, can I go home now? Kitty's dead. Listy's dead. There's a murderer on the loose. Poor Kitty. What are we gonna do?
trapped in the attic? Ingested a parasite? Looking for a Lenny Penny? Come bask in the emerald green glow of the strange city lying below. Join our Patreon for Selena Cleveland, and Minerva might just let you pick her next solution. Join our Patreon, and no one will ever ask you for anything ever again. And again, 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 and again.